Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back to the show whose statements have never been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. It's the audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5 FM, streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcasts from. I am Andrew, alongside the guy who nearly died from eating just the head of a gummy bear. It's Dick. I'm nicer to you when your hair is short. Schistler. What's oh, up, yeah. buddy? Oh, yeah. Welcome. We're ready, ready for this Valentine's Day episode. Just totally pumped. The episode of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Audience of One, Dick. Where are my flowers, B? Uh, I, after the show. After, after the, the show, show, yeah. I didn't want to show off in front of all the folks who may not have, you know, someone special for Valentine's Day, so <laughs> I decided to keep it off the show. Not didn't get you anything. I, w- I want another calendar. Now I'm expecting a calendar every episode. See, this is the problem. I set some expectations too high, and now you're a needy little... I mean, you're the perfect gift giver. You're I'm needy jealous. Little... Yeah, I don't know about that. You're a needy host. That's what you are. Oh, you know what? It's amazing to be me. It really is. So I'm sure you have some big plans for the big day, huh? Oh, yeah. I want to burn some things. <laughs> uh, you know, some voodoo. Got I got my voodoo people coming over. No. Right, right. No, zero plans. Um, yeah, I mean, Valentine's yeah. Day is kind of a silly holiday. It's you know, it's one of those made-up ones that, you know, I suppose that you, you, you do when you're dating, and you probably need to keep it up at so, to some level throughout a relationship. Like at least but a card. Yeah, absolutely. That's what, that's what yeah. I was told. Yeah, at, at a minimum, I think that's probably sufficient. I was but, told, hey, at least give me a card. And I was like, hey, at least I love you. So that's good <laughs> enough. Yeah, I have heard that. Well, every day with me is Valentine's Day, baby. Uh, now, nah, doesn't quite cut it, but at the same time, I don't know that we need to go over the top. When you've been married for, you know, five, six, seven years or whatever. It's oh, this just... is after like the third date. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, you don't need anything else from me. Come on. Come on. Awesome. Well, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? That was all right. Yeah, I thought it was all right. The game was a little slow. Apparently, the Nickelodeon but, um, broadcast was a lot better. Yeah, the, I should have checked that from out. From what I've heard, that's, I haven't checked it out, but from what I've heard, that's kind of a good show. I mean, yeah. it introduces kids to the to the game. and well, it was more whatever. entertaining. That's what I heard. Yeah, right. Anybody so. gets slimed. Yeah, I mean, the, the Super Bowl, I don't know what it is, especially like the NFL. I just can't get into it, and especially with the momentum of, all the commercials mm-hmm. and the, the first half with that game was really boring. So I was like, oh man, I can't wait to watch five minutes of commercials to get to back to the boring game. Well, it's boring only if you're not uh, excited by th- third down conversions that don't work <laughs> or third, yeah. third downs that aren't com- converted, I guess I should yeah. say, over and over and over again. And punts, if you like to watch a guy kick a ball, yeah. that's pretty exciting because that's really all it was. But I thought the halftime show was good. Ursher. Usher did pretty good. Uh, I'm not a huge Usher fan, but um, I thought his performance was pretty good, and he was not lip-syncing. In fact, I don't think any of those people that were up there with him, besides maybe some of the background vocals or whatever, were lip-synced. And lip-synced? Lip-sank? Whatever. It was good, and I I appreciate their efforts. How do you know that it wasn't? Because you could hear him breathing as he was singing, because he was dancing. I mean, he was even on roller skates at one point, for God's sake. That's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't watch it. Guys, okay, well, he's he's mid-40s. 
uh, danced the entire time. At one point, rolled yeah, around just, on roller skates. I'm just gonna watch it right now. Yeah, go go for it. Yeah, and uh, he's in phenomenal shape. Of course, at one point, had to take his shirt off. You know, because it's so warm up there, Dick. And of course, he's in great and phenomenal shape. And uh, but it was awesome. Uh, Alicia Keys. I, I you could tell she was not lip syncing either. You had uh, li- Little John, yeah, up there as well. It was great. I, I, like I said, not my favorite ever, but uh, I enjoyed it. I guess. I, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Whatever. We made good food. That was the only thing I really liked. Yeah, and this, I didn't. I was at a group setting, so I didn't really get to um, sit down and focus in on the commercials. No so. fights or anything. Uh, no, but one guy did like hurt himself coming off the sideline. I don't know if you saw that. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Yes, What's, that's towards the, Achilles. It's, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, how absolutely terrible insult to injury. Getting injured sucks, but really bad when it's like not even him just warming play. up and War- trying to go out. All right, coach, put me in, and then yeah, runs off the sideline and tears his ACL. Game over for him. But uh, yeah, congratulations, I guess, to the Kansas City Chiefs once again Super Bowl. Yeah, champions. Y- you know uh, what I love is I'm in a sports chat group. And we did squares, and this one guy, right. this one guy, won like every single one because no one was scoring, and people were getting pissed in the chat group. They're well, like, the final one was five and two, right? Because the score was twenty five twenty two, and that's a fairly rare score. So I imagine if you drew, and he got that too, five and two, yeah, then you're probably going, dang it. Well, it was your lucky day, right? I think he won all four, to be honest. Unbelievable. Eh? Depending on how expensive those squares were, he made some cash. So yeah. we don't even know who it is. It's some random dude. Oh, know, like everyone was pissed. Who invited this guy? Yeah, who's this guy? Was it in the chat? Everyone was like, hey, is this guy in the chat? And I'm like, no. This is, it's like a friend of a brother or something. It's like, oh, that's crap. Speaking of money, $7 million for a uh, 32nd spot on the Super Bowl. Man, I don't know. It's hard to justify that. I, but I suppose they can do it because every year they fill up those spots, right? Well, that's one thing I realized, especially for if you if you watch the ones with commercial or with the movie trailers, if you notice they weren't really trailers. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Hey, go tra- see the trailer online." And I thought I I was wondering if that was a price difference because if you remember watching the very beginning, the Deadpool teaser came on, but it was before the game started. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I slightly that, cheaper. I was like, I bet that's like a that was just kind of like, "Oh, we can afford that." And mm-hmm. it's before the game, so they can't charge us like right. premium price. So yeah, I think right up until after kickoff, the the, the price goes up. You know. Yeah. Well, but it was cool. Oh, did you have a good time with all those people you didn't know? Oh, they were all my neighbors in my neighborhood, so I knew most of them. But you know, it got me thinking I, about I, something. Though. I have to oh, ask go you ahead. this. Yes, go ahead. I have to ask you this because I don't really have. I mean, I know my neighbors, but I'm not involved. So when you have parties like that, do, does anybody ever talk like neighborhood talk? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's neighborhood talk, I suppose. Well, you know what depends, about? it depends on how, what do you define like neighborhood talk. It's like, you know, Show Joe. Show cra- his dog crapped in my yard. Yeah, that like, kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, to a degree, yeah, possibly. <laughs> Why do you ask? I don't know. I just feel like, because you're in that awkward scenario where you're meeting a lot of people you probably see once a year. No, 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 that. no. no. We, see, we see our neighbors fairly frequently. Okay. Our street's kind of one of those uh, anomalies where everybody... Goes out from time to time and has little get-togethers and whatnot, so it's pretty nice. So I see them frequently. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. I was always wondering if people were just talking trash and no, unless you didn't show up and they talk trash about yeah. you. But the advertising got me thinking about something and maybe a scenario uh, regarding uh, advertising in general. Now, would you, Dick, be willing to get a tattoo of a company? Yeah, if they paid you for it. I mean, on your body somewhere, right? I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, I guess it depends on one where on your body this tattoo is going to be, 
and then also what the company is. So like if you're a big old redheaded guy and Red Bull asks you to tattoo something on your arm or your leg for a hundred grand, you're probably more inclined to do it. Or if you're a big old boy and they offer you a couple hundy for Burger King, you're like, yeah, I'll do it. But what if it's like come and go? The convenience store. And then, you know, and they they say, hey, we'll give you a million bucks, but you got to put come and go on your back. I like it. (laughs) It starts to get a little dicey, doesn't it? Or maybe like Tampax on your neck. So I'm just wondering where the line of demarcation is here for you to get something like that on your body. It's all about price. That's what I'm saying. So So. if if you're willing to get something like. Because you just get removed, too. Yeah, but I don't know if that's like in the bylaws. They're like, no, you got to keep it. Your entire life, or maybe they say a decade. So for like five hundred thousand, are you getting come and go across your back? Yeah, sure. Like I should have known you weren't going to play along. Yeah, it's cash. I don't care. Well, I mean, it's not like I take my shirt off all the time. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I don't know. I just think it gets a little dicey there, depending on what it is and where it's at. I don't. I don't know. Well, I feel like I feel I'm like not a tattoo so- guy. Society so. today is very welcoming to tattoos, so it doesn't really. This to me, is, it doesn't matter, this is true. and especially if it's that come and go <laughs> gas station, that's that's even better for me. That's a good joke. So like, I would laugh every time I see it. So this didn't, yeah, this wouldn't bother you then. No. And you know, I, who was it? Uh, Post Malone with the face tattoos. You know, he sang the uh, America the Beautiful. By the way, did a nice job. He obviously wouldn't be bothered by tattoos, but it makes you wonder though if because he is such a visible person, if somebody would pay him a large sum of money to get their brand on his face. Yeah, Bud Light or something like that. Right, yeah. I mean, it, 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 I don't think, to my knowledge, that hasn't been done yet. But what's stopping them from doing it? Because, I mean, his face is everywhere, very recognizable. Why not? Let's get Taylor Swift to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, That'd there you great. go. That would be kind of nice. Yeah, it's was, it was funny. I remember that partner in the Super Bowl when that Travis Kelsey guy got pissed off at his coach or whatever? Yeah, he was He, he was he needs, he needs to calm down. And I was just like, as oh, Taylor man. Would say. I, I was like, oh, man, I bet so many people are looking at that and like, oh, that guy's so angry all the time. Roid rage, man. Yeah. That's the one I heard a lot well, of. Well, what was great was the coach's reaction because you could tell he was not, he had no idea it was coming. So he was startled. About so he, knocked him over. Well, I mean, like, he was startled. You could yeah. tell that he was like, whoa, hey, guy. Yeah, yeah uh, the reports were that he pushed him. And I'm like, no. I didn't really push him. He didn't him. push him. He, he, he kind of, you know, nudged him to get his him. attention he's, and yelled at him. He yeah. scared him. Yeah. I mean, think about well, it. You have he'd a six, scare me. You have like a six foot, what is he, like five or eight or 10 or whatever? Something Some he's dude like coming six, at you like that. Yeah, he's a big old dude. The blind side. Yeah. <laughs> Scare me. I like it. But uh, overall, Super Bowl, it's all right. Yeah. It's yeah. not as good. I do remember the Falcons and the Patriots Super Bowl. Yes, the one like where... Like 2017, I think. Yeah. Like I remember, Atlanta was way up and then like, lost. I remember lost that because we were... Uh, we ju- I just moved into the new place. Mm-hmm. And so nothing was really set up, but I, I set up a cigar area for me where I had a, a screen in porch mm-hmm. and I was going to, we, we tore down the screen in porch later, but I was like, Oh, I better take advantage of this. I'm going to smoke a cigar and watch the game. So I remember watching the game. And then when it hit halftime, I was like, whatever, what else is going on? And then all of a sudden my cousin started blowing up my phone and he was like, you gotta, you gotta watch the second half. It's going to be great. And I go, how do you know? He's a big football guy. And then, like, I go, okay, I'll watch it. And we FaceTime each other. We watch the game together. And he's like, the whole time, he's like, I told you. I told you. And it was an amazing comeback. So it, I was, I was yes, like, I thought he was a football god. 
after that. I was like, how do you know this stuff? And uh, he's in on the fix. Yeah, it's what. Yeah, it's all it's all rigged, man. Yeah. He just had some insider knowledge. All right, man. Well, let's get this show started, man. I think I'm going to call this a new segment called "Meanwhile in China," because <laughs> it seems like I have enough stories about China. But did you hear about this Chinese financier? I suppose, or he was a, a like a CEO of some sort who was tricked into paying twenty five million dollars because he was in like some kind of Zoom meeting. And all of the participants were AI. Really? And they resembled people that he worked with and recognized. And they tricked him into paying $25 million. That is, that's, that's insane. First of all, what kind of position is this guy in to where he can single-handedly just sign off on $25 yeah. million and not have somebody else have to co-sign on it? So he must be in a fairly, yeah. I mean, high-up position. But how weird is that? You know, you get some meetings, oh, we need $25 million. No, we'll call a Zoom meeting. He's like, well, I recognize these people. They all are people that I work with. Sure. Man. That's, yeah. I yeah, and, and I guess it's probably going to be one of these things where it's just going to be easier over time once this happens. And you know, it's, it's, well, I mean, there's always... We've proven it out now. Criminals are really smart sometimes, so they'll get you. Just keep an eye out. Yeah, I guess so. And, and, and you know, when people use, like, um, what is it, like, avatars or whatever for their face, it's not their real face, I would imagine those are probably even easier to duplicate than actual pictures. Well, I mean, I, I almost pictures. got uh, duped one year. It was the year I, I uh, started the nonprofit, the station, mm-hmm. and I remember doing the taxes for the first time, and I was fil- I was doing all, because I, like do, I like to do my taxes, and I remember submitting them, and then within like a week or two weeks, I got an email about a fault in my taxes, and I was like, hmm. they already saw it, hmm. and like it looks, it was scary to me. And I was like, oh shoot, like I messed up. And then I was about to click it, but then I was like, there's just no way they saw my taxes within two weeks of me submitting it. There's just no way. Like, there, are, that, that's really fast. I feel like as I was reading, that it would take some time. Sure. So I didn't click it, and I uh, looked up some of the stuff. And apparently, it was a scam where somehow they get to know nonprofits. There are new nonprofits for that year when they get approved. They try to scam you around t- tax time, and like just but not you, not just not just nonprofits though. Somehow they get the list, and they auto email everybody that's like the first year, wow. saying like your first year tax. Because they, I mean, you, I guess you figure this is all new. You're not going to know the yeah, difference. It was pretty. That's what I'm saying. They probably was, they probably dupe a fairly large well, no, percentage. That's what I'm saying. It was smart. I was. But I'm yeah. always one of those guys growing up. I don't click on anything. Right. Well, I'd, I'd like to think I'd be smarter than this and wouldn't get duped into it, but man, if the AI was good, and I mean, it looks like Jim, <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and sign off. I probably would have fallen for it, too. I hate to admit it. This from CNN I feel like says, there's a bad racial joke involved with, <laughs> with this Zoom meeting. Go ahead and tell, uh, what, what would the bad racial joke be, Dick? Go ahead, I'll let you I, 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 I'll, you, just, you just feel like there's I, one in I there, I just huh? feel like there's one in there. I'm just going to let you uh, sit on this one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I still think this whole story sounds... Ridiculous. It, it I, is I ridiculous. He probably funneled this money, and that's my guess. Because why would anyone say, oh, I thought I saw them on Zoom, and it's all fake people talking? It says, Chan said the worker had grown suspicious after he received a message that the purportedly from the company's UK-based financier officer. So he gets this message, and he's like, eh, that, that looks uh, a little bit fake. Well, yeah, I guess you probably should have gone with your gut. 
but they got 200 million Hong Kong dollars, which is, like I said, $25.6 million out of him. Well, here's a headline for you, Dick, that uh, might be a little shocking to you. Are you sitting? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a little bit weird. (laughs) Am I? Am I sitting? So this headline from MSN says, I am 28. My dad is my gynecologist, and he regularly performs pelvic exams on me. Okay. All right. So this is weird. So the story goes, this is a woman. uh, She's a social media lady, and she went online. She she apparently has lots of followers already, but then apparently went online and said, yeah, hey, just by the way, my dad, he's also my gynecologist. And you can imagine this divided her followers. Some people saying, you know what? That's, That's great. I'm so glad that you have that type of relationship with your father. Of course, the other half is going, what in the heck? You have got to be out of your mind. I don't know that I could do that. Her name is Isabel Sala. She's an influencer um, who has TikTok content on beauty, lifestyle, and health, made a startling revelation to her 1.7 million followers on the platform. Her latest video clip shocked viewers with the revelation that her father also works as her gynecologist and performs, quote, regular examinations. I'm like, how regular you got to do, man? I mean, I guess if I they're, know. I guess if they're okay with it, right? If she's okay with it and he's well, okay I, with it, I suppose I it's fine. But it's more one of those things where it's like, you know, most doctors and nurses or whatever, they kind of understand that their job is different from everyone else's. So when they encounter scenarios where it is kind of like, for example, I remember when my ex uh, was a nurse, she looked over at my dad, and my dad had some problems in his private area, and he like did not want her to see it. Okay. And she was trying to see, like, well, I mean, I'm a nurse. I, I work on this stuff all the time. And But it was, like, one of those funny things. Was yeah. Like, I goes, my, my girl going to look at my dad? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. There's a definite line here, right? But I think I'm you okay just don't with it. need to get crossed. I mean, I go into the dermatologist, take off my clothes, and the guy's like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, but you don't know. <laughs> and put your clothes back he on. He did. I was like, well, aren't you supposed to look at me? And he's like... Yeah, at, at an appropriate time, bro, put your clothes back on. Yeah. You're really eager to take your clothes off. Well, I, well, I don't have skin cancer, and I have moles everywhere, so... Well, way to go. Congratulations. But let's let's flip the scenario here. Let's say... That your mom is a urologist. Yeah. My dad, my grandfather. Would was a you feel comfortable going and seeing your mom for bathroom issues? If it's free, yeah. So this is a cost thing. Yeah. And I, they don't go into how much it costs here for her to see her dad. I mean, I'm guessing why, he's doing it pro bono. Right? That's the only reason I so dated a nurse. It, yeah. So I'd have to go to, I'm like, hey, you know what? I should run this by her before I go pay money somewhere. Can we do the thing where you make me look to the side and cough again? It's pretty yeah. fun. It's awesome. They don't do that anymore. You know that? Well, no, I guess yeah, I don't. They have a new uh, blood test they can do. Oh, cool. It's kind of crazy. Well, awesome. Well, I'm here to say no. I would not. I'm drawing the line there. Sorry, mom. If you uh, were yeah, a if urologist, was, if it was free, I I'm would not doing do that. It. I'll go and find somebody else. But this is pretty interesting. She goes on to say that she's glad she did this, as one of her appointments revealed that her now ex-boyfriend had been cheating on her. I'm not sure how they find that out because I don't understand gyno and all of that. But she probably had some STD. That's what I'm guessing. It doesn't say in the there. article. But I'm thinking also another doctor probably could have found that out. Didn't necessarily need to be your dad. So I think I'm on the side here that thinks this is a little weird. But again, if they're okay with it, I guess it's okay. But man, mm. all right. So on the record, Dick's you, okay how, with how going. Would you, to- how would you feel if you're like dad? I need to get a second opinion. <laughs> 
well, I mean, I suppose he could. Yeah. You don't trust me? No. <laughs> Fine, go see somebody else. I, uh, that is kind of funny, though. That relationship has to be pretty deep, when, especially when he's having a conversation after doing an inspection and going like, oh, hey, I think your boyfriend's cheating on you. Mm. I just don't want it to be my dad. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I just don't need that. I don't need that information from my dad. I'll get it from my doctor. She says uh, she's from Mexico, and she points out that he has been, my dad has been my gynecologist and my primary doctor all my life. I guess, I guess, primary is one thing, but, man, that has got to be one of the most invasive, I guess, I don't know, procedures, but routines, checkups that you have to go through. The women have the short end of the stick there, I think, man. That's, that's a little bit unfortunate. I guess. I don't care. <laughs> well, how about this next one? This is a radio-centric. Do you like radio, Dick? I mean, I like Valentine's Day and I like gynecologists. You do let's not. Go. You do not like Valentine's Day. Let's not. Let's not stray. Let's not stray away from the bit here. I do like Valentine's oh, Day. Do you? Yeah. What, what's your favorite part? The candy. Yeah, I like the little there's conversation. There's a lot of candy hearts. and there's hearts everywhere. And you're like pretending to like people. Yeah, they got some new ones I mean, now that say like "beep me." Are you talking about the candy <laughs> yeah, hearts? The yeah. Candy heart conversation hearts. No, I mean. Uh, Text me. I mean, you go to HEB and it's just like this huge thing with flowers and everything's like $30 more than usual. It's great. (laughs) Right? Everything's in the shape of a heart. This is pretty interesting from USA Today, Dick. I thought you might find this a little interesting. Just wait onesies in five minutes. He'll say he doesn't care. A a 200-foot radio tower in Alabama is reportedly stolen. Yeah, I I saw that. And (laughs) And the crime has police baffled. Well, yeah. I would assume so because it's a 200-foot radio tower. How does this go missing, Dick? I, I, I'm not entirely sure how this works. I mean, well, do they get up there and take it apart piece yeah, by piece? So that, that, that is possible. And one thing, too, about a lot of, like, especially where this was located, it's probably a secluded area. Sure. Because a lot of, like, the two radio towers here, one is actually a pretty busy area, meaning, like, there's a lot of traffic and things like that. And then one is, like, very... But if I saw a couple guys up there on a tower taking it down... I wouldn't think that well, they were saying, doing it. Oh, they're just doing maintenance. Yeah, you're not saying. anticipating like, you're someone stealing a tower. People have no idea. and so They said it is gone without a trace, taking down the entire AM station with it. Yeah. Whoa. The crime left the station's radio manager and police blown away and confused, according to media outlets. So here's what we're going to do, though, Dick, because 200-foot tower, that's pretty good size. I'm thinking we start scouring eBay, start looking for... Uh, Sadly, that's not how that works. What? Because so. I was thinking maybe we could reconstruct this thing, yeah. put this tower up in your backyard, and we can have some underground yeah. AOO shows uh, going okay, on, man. Now, now use the Come word on. underground. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'm see? I'm down for the underground. That's so. what I'm talking about. We can have this big old 200-foot blowtorch <laughs> of a station going on from your back. But I guess what they did is they stole it for the materials. That's what they're assuming because all the, the yeah. metals and things that are used to make those towers, they can probably take them apart and sell them for cash. There was a note in here, though, that the station was attempting to a start a GoFundMe because they need $60,000 to buy a new tower. They have raised $788 to date. It's not looking so good, Dick, for the small AM station. Yeah, yeah. But I guess they may not have a lot of listeners because my assumption is the second you start disassembling this tower, you're going to lose signal. And I don't think anybody said anything for quite a while. Sounds like audience of one. That's okay. We're on podcasts, so make sure to listen. Oh, that's true, too. That's true. If if someone decides to scale the Conroe Tower and steal the, the antenna up there. 
We still got podcasts. Well, I'm baby. looking up Jasper, uh, Alabama. Population is under 15k. So, oh, we got that whooped, man. So yeah, here in Conroe, what do we got? Two hundred thousand. Uh, I think 110 in Conroe proper, and then with oh, the Woodlands okay. and Montgomery County, I think it's, I think it's almost. Signal long. doesn't quite get all the way down there, though. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Our signal reaches, you know, probably right here in the city. Well, it's luckily that. Uh, for ours, you, the only way to get to them is you have to go through a lot of police. So, bring it on. Bring it on. Okay. Well, I just thought that was interesting. Hey, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye out on the eBay for the spare those parts, are those though. are the great stories too because it's like. You're so baffled that it happened. So to be inspired to investigate, you're like, where do we even start? Like, go on Facebook Marketplace and look for a radio tower because clearly this is going to be sold in parts. It would so, have to be. Yeah, you, or it's melted down at this point. I don't you, think they're going to yeah. sell it all in one piece. Yeah, that's what I was like. Okay, Barely then, used. <laughs> has anyone seen a 200-foot radio tower? Uh, yeah, and the, oh, I, I feel bad for the radio station. That's a setback. No, it really is, and I think they, they went to the uh, FCC and asked them if they would give them a separate uh, channel in the meantime, and they said, no. No. Yeah, the FCC don't no. care. The FCC they don't, don't care. They don't care. Speaking of not caring, this is from Metro. Cinema goers get locked in the Holdovers movie screening after the staff forgot they were there. Now, this is hilarious. There's a new movie that's coming out called The Holdovers. It's which been is out. It's been out. Oh, it's already it's out? Okay, out. well, this was during the screening, I guess, or the pre-screening from a few weeks ago. Super funny. This is about a uh, group of of kids that get locked in a school over the holidays. Is that right? Am I, am I reading that correctly? I don't think they get locked in. What it is is some kids don't have a family. So for their winter breaks uh-huh. at the private, what do you call them, boarding schools, they elect certain teachers to stay behind. And so Paul Giamatti plays one of the teachers. Correct. And then some of the students, probably a handful, yeah. have to stay behind because they don't have a place yeah, to go. Yeah, it says, go. tells the story of a group of children left behind at a boarding school over Christmas break. Well, how ironic. These people are watching this movie. And apparently, when the movie finishes, they're expecting the house lights to come back up. And <laughs> nothing happens. They walk out. It's pitch black. They go to the doors, and the doors are locked. And they are locked in, not inside the theater, but inside, or the, the actual theater, but in like where the lobby is to go outside. Nobody there. That's actually happened, not to me personally, like uh, on purpose, but one of my buddies was a general manager at a theater, and he locked me in, but he was just doing that because right. if he wasn't around in the lobby, he always locks the front ga- like the front doors to go work up in the projector or something like that, mm-hmm. so that way no one can just accidentally just walk in while he's working on stuff. So I thought I was locked in, and I called him. He was like, no, I'm just upstairs. Let's go up the ladder. And I'm like, oh, oh cool. I have to go up the ladder. Neat. I got to see the projection rooms and all that kind of stuff. So lucky. But, yeah. But I like this idea, though, to be honest with you, because I think it gives moviegoers a more full experience, yeah. you know? I mean, if you're if you're watching a movie about people who uh, uh, get locked into, into a place, then you need to get locked up yourself. Or how about like a prison break movie? After the movie, you get thrown I, into prison yourself, and you have to get out. I, I, it's it's like 4D. It's like a whole no, new take see, on 4D. The full best immersion. conversation out of this is the conversation between the staff uh-huh. and the guy who got the phone call that they're locked in. And it's like, you know, most people who work at a movie theater are between the ages of 16 and 20. <laughs> yeah, probably so. He's probably high. And like, <laughs> You know, just one of those things. It's like, hey, hey uh, Joe. Yeah, what's up? Did you forget to do something when you were closing out today? It's like, oh, what's that? It's like, did you actually check the theater? Because people are locked in. 
Whoops. Actually, this says, by a lucky coincidence, two cinema staff members who had accidentally locked the customers inside were right nearby at a different cinema. So I don't know if that means like a in the same building or at, at a competitor down the street. Yeah. I don't know. But they immediately rushed back to help save them when they heard the news. But again, I think this is a new... This is a new I mean, what they're selling with the full immersion 4K goggles and stuff like, I like this. It. This is this is to give you that true movie going yeah. experience. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I like it though. Dick, are you ready for the solar eclipse that's going to be happening in April? I feel like there's something like that going on every other month. So it seems like there's a lot of them, but this one, I think we're not going to be in the path of totality. But um, yeah, this is where the. Moon goes in front of the sun mm -hmm. and causes basically complete darkness in certain areas. Have you ever been in one of these solar eclipses before? Probably. I live on Earth. <laughs> I think, yes. Yes, you do. But I mean in one of the path of totalities, as it's called. No. I don't know, to be honest. You, I, I think you would remember if suddenly it got dark in the middle of the day for like, you know, five minutes. No? No. Yeah, it's those damn details that get you every time, don't they? I mean, I play a lot of video games, so I was probably doing that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been in the the, the path of total uh, I, darkness see, before, that, but that I have would, been around where it gets a little bit dark. That wouldn't like, freak me out. It's kind of, it is. I mean, it supposedly it goes It would freak me out black. being like Anchorage, Alaska or something like that, where it's, where it's what is it, uh, light all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would freak me out because mm -hmm. it's so subtle. You know, you don't realize it. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, like, man, I feel like I've been up for like 36 hours. I couldn't live there. That would freak me out, too. But what's interesting about this, at 3.13 p.m. April 8th, Cleveland will be in this path of complete darkness. Just Cleveland? And much of Northeast Ohio will experience oh, thought, a total uh, solar eclipse. I'm sorry, talking about Cleveland here. No, 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 no. no. Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland? No, we're not, we're not in the path of totality. But what's neat about this, the Cleveland Guardians are also having... Their opening day oh, baseball cool. See, game so now, at the same time. Now, this is going to be cool. So, if you're out there, it's going to go from opening day to opening night for a few minutes. And that's going to be quite the experience. They're not entirely sure um, if they're going to continue playing the game, if they're going to take a pause or whatever. But I think I think they should keep playing. And just in, the, in the black, you got to start pitching the ball. That makes for a whole different kind of game. Yeah, look at that. Well, they they always do <laughs> score twenty five runs. They, in four they, minutes. They always do moment of silence and everything. So it's just like, hey, we gotta take a break. Yeah, and you know how those lights are; they take forever to come on. Yeah. As soon as they start warming up, and oh, oh, the sun's already back out again. But that would be pretty cool to go to. I would think that would be that'd be a, a lifetime experience, wouldn't you think? Sure. <laughs> well, you're no fun, man. You're no fun. It's Cleveland Guardians, dude. That didn't sound yeah, that's like true. Yeah, it doesn't even sound like a real team, to be honest with you. I don't know. You know what? I'm always thinking about new ideas for the show, Dick. And after I saw all of the uh, the um, sign language people that were signing the songs before the uh, Super Bowl the other day, it got me thinking. I think we should pantomime our next show because neither of us know how to actually, you know, do sign language. But I think it'd be really good, you know, for our YouTube audience. Not so much for for. Uh, Podcast. Yeah, I mean, uh, just hear a lot of breathing and thumping around, but we could pantomime some of these these episodes. What do you think? That's just miming, right? Yeah, basically, it's just yeah. What's pantomiming? Why? why? Uh, pantomime the telling of stories without any words by means of bodily movements, okay. gestures, yeah. and facial expressions. We'll do a whole pantomime AOO show. What do you think? <laughs> I'm good. I, I think it's good. We could put it on like a adult website. 
Yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't. That's pantomiming, right? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, got it. Sorry. All right. When we come back from the break, because I think we need to take a break here, we're going to go over the most interesting festival that is to come to Texas this summer. Yeah? Yeah, I can't wait. All right, cool. When we come back. Hey, listener. We really appreciate you checking out today's episode. Uh, just want to remind you guys, we are on all sorts of cool things you can subscribe to. We got YouTube, we got podcasts on Spotify and Apple. We also have our Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Audience of One Show with Andrew and Dick. We'd really like you guys to like, subscribe, all that cool stuff. That way we can keep on making content and seeing if people are actually listening. Because a lot of times we are talking to ourselves with an audience of one. Yeah, is that internet? Is that stuff you were referring to? Is that on the internet? It's the www okay. dot. I've heard of that before. Yeah, so it's, it's a cool place. We want you guys to like, subscribe, and uh, send us messages. We always love reading messages on Facebook. We got our uh, Gmail. It's audience of one show at mm-hmm. gmail dot com. And then yeah. I think that's the only way I really pay attention. So don't, you know, don't. Uh, you know, find me on LinkedIn or something. I don't, I don't. Yeah, you're not on LinkedIn. Yeah, so we're not on. Link- we're no. not on LinkedIn, guys. No. All right, welcome back to Audience of One here on Lone Star Community Radio. Here, here every Wednesday at ten a.m. or anytime you want a podcast, yeah. just look, look it up and listen to it. Audience of One show, pretty cool stuff. Uh, I think our message line is down for some reason. I think Andrew got busted texting Chinese folks over there trying <laughs> to get $25 million. Yeah, something went, uh, uh, happened to the uh, call and text line, and it's no longer working. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get that number back. Yeah, I have to look into it. Yeah, I do have a little bit of listener feedback. I thought you were to, a tech guy. Well, yeah, that Google. Does that count as tech, though? Yeah, true. Oh, you're oh. a DuckDuckGo guy. I am a DuckDuckGo guy. So Yeah. Which always throws me off. Doesn't when track send, me when you when you send me stuff. I'm like Duck Duck Go. Like what the hell is this? Although I don't know how much better it works uh, for the tracking than Google, but I've been using it because someone said, "Oh yeah, they don't track you as much, and you don't get as much targeted ads or whatnot." But I still get all of it anyway, so I don't know. It's just sort of a habit now to still do it. Mm. I don't really know the difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, we well we know that you're getting targeted simply because you're getting the. Um, Septic tank and holster oh, yeah. ads, and the they think you're Unabomber. I think is what it no, is. No, no, your like, search history has you no it's, pegged as a Unabomber. No, I think what I realized, I was talking to a friend about this, and he he was like, "Yeah, they just know your age, and they're going to bombard you what everyone your age is having mm-hmm. issues with." So it's receding e- hairline it's, and ED stuff. ED receding mm-hmm. hairline, can't find a crapper. You know, you need to have a crapper. Quick, quick. <laughs> I need one, one. fast because I can't and hold it I'm no like more. every other guy, I love saving it. So they want to save it in your composter. So, I mean, that's everyone's <sighs> desire. You know, uh, <laughs> I love it. And, uh, yeah, those, those ads are still getting me, too. I, lo- I love getting those ads now because now they're getting even more creative. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's you know, it's so bizarre to me. It's like it still blows my mind they make mints. And I didn't realize because I was like I I wanted to look into this talking hymns. about boner mints. Yes, they All make right. they make mints. We I know we've talked about this. Like it isn't just like a pill. Probably it's, it's a man. mint. It's like advertised like oh you put it in your pocket like. So like, I'm I'm seeing there could be a potential problem here. So mints 
is a flavor that I might enjoy. No, it's it's meant, so then it's what happens if meant. I'm like you know this tastes really good and you just keep eating it for I the know. flavor. I know. And then before you know it, you have to go see a doctor. I know. Because the problem will not it go blows away. my mind. And huh. uh, I constantly I'm tempted to buy some just so I could throw my friends off. And I think that'd be like one of the greatest practical jokes. But, yeah, stay, uh, stay seated behind that desk, please. But you know, some people get real upset about that. Like they're like, "You drugged me. You gave me a bone." <laughs> Thought it'd be funny. It would be. That would be funny though. I mean, I I guess I wouldn't recommend it though. Don't give any of your friends drugs because I do believe that is against the law. Well, man. well, uh, not even that. I wanted to f- find out. Boner matter not. I wanted to find out what this company was. And it's they call it a telehealth. I think we're now seeing why he's getting targeted ads right here, people. Well, because you know, I'm looking it up, but I don't understand why I keep getting these ads. <laughs> uh, but it's called a telehealth company, and I, I kind of laughed because that reminded me of like an MLM. Like if someone said I work for a telehealth company, I'd be like, that mm-hmm. sounds made up. Yeah, those teledocs don't really do much. I'm just going to go out there and let you know that right now. As someone who's called one, they basically just say, "Oh yeah, that's real bad. You need to go see a doctor." So, but this is <laughs> or so- here's some 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 literature we'll send you on uh, you know grinding your teeth or whatever, and that's about all they do. Well, no, it's they can't worth do anything over the, the phone. Their stock valuation is worth 1.6 billion. Unless they're handing out boner meds, then I could see why. Yeah, well, their prime their bigger market is actually uh, hers. Which is like the other counterpart to Hems, like birth control and other women products that that gynecologist guy we're talking about probably knows more. It's so about. gender binary. Gosh. So uh, yeah, and then then they, I mean, they have online therapy, and then I think they're they teamed up with. Let's see, I'm, I, this is fascinating to me because I just this whole world doesn't never exist until like the last year, and yeah. it's like, hey, I'm getting bombarded here. But I, I could have sworn I read that they became they were Rogaine. Could have sworn I read that. Like they used to be Ro, the Hems area used to be Rogaine, and then they bought Rogaine. Oh, maybe. So, I don't know. Because Rogaine's been around for I don't know how a long. long time. Yeah. So. But yeah, they're uh, Hems. <laughs> Check. I can't. You never seen the mints? No, I have you not seen that. Mints. Sorry. I don't think we've talked about it either. Really? I don't think so. If we have, I'm, it, sure, like, it was, I'm sure it was riveting. When you get those ads, they make it like candy. You're like, oh man, you didn't know you were going to be going? Always carry your mints. And oh I'm no, like, I got it confused with a Tic Tac. I just I took, took 10 I of them. Oh, saying, no. oh no. But you know, it's, oh, I got to take care of this right now. I love it. Uh, well, <clears> you know, that the and that's the world of I always enjoy is the marketing aspect of these kind of products. Because I can imagine writing a commercial for a drug. Because you have to, you know, you're legally required to do all those stupid things. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it gives you a headache. I'm like, well, a lot of drugs do. Like, you know what I'm talking about? They give sure. you these kind of random things that could happen. Oh, you have a bowel movement afterwards. Oh, man. So, but you have to, like, write a commercial. And it's like, how do we do it? And then they, I just, yeah, I love it. And, awesome. Hey, man, I'm going to title this next segment, Things I Don't Understand. And since there's probably a lot of things I don't understand... So this this a, may be a reoccurring this segment. Is a, this is a dick segment. <laughs> no, no, this is this is on me. But you cer- well, certainly feel free to join in. Did you did you see the waste management international thing? The golf tournament Wait, is it called waste management international? I was enjoying it, but then someone had to shoot up the church, and they interrupted the. Uh, is that what happened? The broadcast? Yeah. The, what was it? Um, the church down in Houston. Oh yeah, the big that, one. Uh, what's it called? I don't even. Lakewood. Lakewood Church got shot up. It's like by a tran- or, transsexual person. It, was it? I don't know. Yeah, who that's, did what, it. that's what came out. Mm, like, I hadn't. I don't know the. I just so remember. to speak. Mm-hmm. So, 
No, I was enjoying the uh, golf tournament. It's one of my favorite golf tournaments of the year, simply because of the atmosphere and it's crazy. And that 16th hole where they let everybody just go nuts. See, I got. I have to ask you the reason I want it. And you they like interrupted. Golf. They interrupted the uh, broadcast to uh, so show I, live footage from the church where someone busted in and shot people up. So I've never heard of this. Luckily, no one was golf injured. tournament. Oh my gosh! And there was a lot of reports this year. We're like it was getting unruly. Uh, every year gets unruly. Well, and that's what I okay, well because that's what everyone said. Because I was like, oh, I can't believe a fan would do that. That's kind of mean. But then when you read that, like that's kind of like what happens there. Yep, I'm that's very, it's I, known for that. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, I was like, how, like, oh, some guy just yelling in your backswing. I feel like that's kind of normal. Only on that hole. So other tournaments have kind of tried to adopt it, and they said, no, we're not going to do that. But for whatever reason, they've allowed this particular tournament and this particular hole, which is the 16th I'm talking about, to do this. And okay. they, 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 they let the patrons yell and scream the entire time. And it's a par three, so if the golfer does not get the ball onto the green, he is greeted with boos and people yelling, you suck. It's, it's really great. And, yeah. of course, if they make something really close to the hole or a great putt, the place goes nuts. Um, but it's always been in Arizona the week of the Super Bowl. And it's because of that Super Bowl atmosphere kind of carried over to that tournament, and that's why I've always enjoyed it. They used to have the caddy races, where after the, the two golfers on 16, they'd hit their shots, the two caddies would get the bag and then run from the tees all the way down to the green to see who, carrying the bags. Well, a guy got really hurt a few years ago doing that. He was running, just jacked his knee up, and they said, all right, this is this enough of this. But that was also really fun to watch well, the yeah, caddies I, run. I, oh, and that's the beauty of social media, is if you go on like Instagram, TikTok, or whatever, you're seeing all these clips of people just... Drinking beer, like doing mudslides, mm-hmm. and oh, they're all hammered, and it looks like chaos. But then at first, I was like, "Oh, I can't believe they're allowing allowing this at the golf tournament." But then you read that it is this is normal. Yep, just uh, also goes to show you how much money is in trash that waste management can sponsor a golf tournament. Yeah, buddy, you can sponsor an audience of one. You sure can and donate. Uh, but no, I was, I was, <clears throat> I wanted to ask you about that because I never really heard. So that's something you don't understand. Yeah, there that's what I was trying to, because yes. they, they were talking about all the, some of the golfers were really upset, like they got verbally upset with the. Oh with some yeah, of the okay, fans. yes, I did hear there was an incident between two golfers. I'm trying to remember who it was and some fans. Yeah, it actually went a little bit beyond just the normal ribbing. Yeah, I did, I did read about that. Yeah. You know. And so that's why I was confused. I was like, if this is the normal thing, just suck it up, buttercup. No, well, yeah, that type of behavior is normal, but I, I, I think something did go cross the line. I'm guessing. Well, the it was li- Billy Horschel and one other player. I'm trying to remember the name. I read, I read uh, the, the headline about it last night. But anywho, I mean, I thought uh, I just never knew that existed. And it was funny. It's called. Yep. What's it called? The waste management. The waste management open or the waste management championship. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a big event. A lot of top flight players in the world. Um, choose to play it. So it's not a small event either. Well, I think that's what confused me too is I didn't realize golfers can choose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's just weird to hear people complaining about it and then they know what it is. Right. Which is why I think, and then they get to choose to be there. Yeah. Even they're saying, talking about your mama, like, (laughs) like you're, you know, that kind of behavior. These people are getting hammered. Like some of those people looked hammered yeah you'll have to look up the not not fun hammered i'm talking like they fell on their face mm -hmm. and people just walked around them you'll have to look up the 1997 tiger woods hole in one there a very very young and skinny tiger woods on that 16th hole of course the biggest stage the rowdiest stage he he nails a hole in one and gives a very um timely raise the roof which was popular i guess in 1996 or seven whenever he did it and it's 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 good it's a good watch okay 
saved. So, all right. There so you what, go. what else do you understand? Well, Tell me about things it. things I don't understand. Dick, has this ever happened to you where you're walking directly behind somebody, right? Maybe just a few feet, and you get nailed by a spider web, like right in your face. Oh, no. And you're thinking, I knew, that, I knew you were going to say, no. Well, this has happened to me. No. Multiple times, and I don't understand how that is possible, how the person in front of me can walk in the exact same path that I have just walked uh, seconds I mean, later and get nailed by a spider web. All right. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, shouldn't they be running interference here? That's the whole point. They're right in front of me. How did this happen? Of course, this has never happened to you. This happened to me just the other day going into my house, walking behind the wife and kids, and I'm like, oh, jeez, what is, how, how did this happen? I'm well, third in line here. I think you're taller than your daughter. I suppose, unless it's yeah, if it was just one line in this particular instance, yes, that could have been that could have been it. But if it was just like one line that was right over the top of their head, maybe. I think it's a spider conspiracy. I thought you were going to go with it. Has it ever happened to you where you're you're in line or something and you're walking, and then all of a sudden the person in front of you like just stops? <laughs> yes, I've and, had that and too. And you, you plow right into the back of yeah. them. Yeah, I've had that happen also. That happens a lot when you go to the grocery store. I realize. I think people that stop in the middle of the aisle. Are a different kind of special. Yeah, like I that I experienced that this uh, this past week where I was grocery shopping and this lady was not elderly but she was a little older and she was her cart was square in the middle of the aisle there was no getting left no getting to the right of her no getting to the left of her as she's looking at her list and she's looking up and down and I'm like wow do you, just completely oblivious that she's completely blocking traffic. The other thing I don't understand, Dick, is why they don't make. Public restroom stalls go all the way to the floor. And I thought if they did this... You know what? I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because it's almost like there's a ADA code or something uh huh, where there's a minimum you have to meet. Like it has to be at least one foot off. And then some people are or like, something. well, you know what? We'll, we'll we'll be a little stingy on materials and make it two feet. Because there's a place. Because I, I actually I might do some research on this. Because now you got me thinking. Because there's this bar over by Airport Road. I forgot. It's either called Mountain. It changes the name all the time. But it doesn't have any windows, so you know it's a great place. But their bathroom. I kid hmm. you not. What it reminded me of is an old school gymnasium bathroom at school, mm-hmm. where the showers were concrete cinder blocks, but only went up like waist high right thank goodness i was sure that's where the toilets are <laughs> so if you're using the urinal you can look at this guy full frontal it's taking a so dump. weird i have seen those setups I, man i, I like, just don't get it what's the point of even having a half wall at that point well that's what i'm saying it's it's, so it weird. was so weird to me and i was like what are the chance like i really would feel uncomfortable if i would, if i walked in and some guy was doing number two over here i'm like Hey buddy, what's up? Like, you're really like I literally like they'll give you an idea how close you are to this person. I could give him a noogie. Yeah, and what's weird about it is you can make eye contact with him because y'all are facing opposite directions. Because yeah. he's doing one number <laughs> and you're doing the other number, and so it's like, hey, uh, did you see the game last night? Yeah. <laughs> what about Usher's performance? Kind of weird, wasn't oh, it? That's I mean, yeah, did you see him on roller skates? <laughs> yeah, but I feel terrible. like there's a minimum terrible. requirement, and then like people who design it can just do whatever they whatever want. they want. Yeah, I guess. Well, I decided. To look it up, of course, because there's got to be a reason. And uh, a site called Ranker.com, don't know if that's appropriate to look at on city equipment, but I did anyways. Number one, it says it makes the bathroom easier to clean. And I guess that makes sense if you can get a mop underneath there. 
you know, a lot easier. Water uh, can flow, makes it faster and more for more efficient cleaning. All right, got it. Second one, if someone has an emergency and passes out, it's noticed right away. Yeah. Now that's, that's quite a bathroom incident right there. You pass out from it. I almost did one time. Because it was so good or because it wasn't we're coming out no, the way man, you wanted it to? It was, uh, I was going to go see, a, I was seeing a Rice football game and <clears> I stopped <throat> by the mall. I forgot what mall it was. To eat, we were like eat. Pay, like there was one of those malls that has a restaurant in it, and so we ate at the restaurant. And I got food poisoning like within twenty minutes after eating the appetizer. It was bad, mm-hmm. and I remember getting up and I felt so nauseous. I was like, I need to go to the restroom, and the nearest restroom was right by the movie theater. And I went in there, and then I just threw up all over the bathroom, and I didn't want to touch the toilet. Lovely. Didn't want. To, I was like, oh, I don't want to touch any of this stuff, yeah, and I, I felt so sick. Throwing up in a public restroom has got to be low on my list of things I want to do. And I'll never forget how I felt so embarrassed about it. But then I realized, like, this probably happens once a day, especially being next to that crappy restaurant. (laughs) And uh, Well, it says, if if in a fully obscured stall, someone could lose consciousness and easily lie there for a long time before being noticed by someone. So they lift them up. All right, I got it, I got it. It also discourages drug use. Sexual activity, yeah, I believe it. graffiti, and other inappropriate behavior. And I always thought just the opposite. If you got a little space there, you know, um, you could put your foot under. And they're like, and that's what dudes do. They put their foot under, make a little certain sign, right? And that's to I say, I'm, I'm down for action I don't or something. Know any of the signs, so but. if it went all the way to the floor, it would discourage that type of behavior. But I guess they're saying if it's high enough, you can see if there's more than one person in there. And then, of course, it's cheaper and easier. I guess less material, easier to build, yeah. it'll, and it also allows for better area aeration like I had mentioned earlier. So there you go. Things I don't understand, I guess I do now understand them. I'm still just a little disappointed. In I'm them. glad we had that segment because I learned a lot. Hey, it wasn't an I don't care. I'm going to start a drinking game every time you say I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to pound back a shot. Yeah, you'll get yeah. <laughs> Well, Dick, finally, my dreams, my prayers have been answered. Fireball Whiskey releases a lipstick inspired by Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, this is pretty interesting. It's a fire red lipstick, and of course, it has the cinnamon flavor of Fireball Whiskey. It sells for $13.87, his number, and her favorite number, 13 which I think is supposed to be ironic since 13 is an unlucky number. Whatever. I don't know. But the cosmetic dubbed Cinnamon Delight was released Monday. I guess that would have been last Monday and is the brand's first ever custom lipstick fireball released in a statement to USA Today. So you're going to go out and uh, get you some fireball lipstick. I'm not drunk. I'm just, I'm just dressed up. No, I, I, got, I got disturbed. I think we might have talk, talked about this. I got disturbed. No, it just came out. No, and when I saw Fireball at the gas station. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it before. Those so aren't that, I don't really, those aren't real yeah. uh, liquor. It's like a like a It's like malt. Malt liquor, yeah, but it has the same flavor. It's not as strong. It's not the actual booze that you get at say like a liquor store. Yeah, I didn't know. And I, I now I think all Fireball's fake. Well, no, not all of it. Just depends on where you get it at. You just have to look at the label, man. But That's I'm not, all it is. But I, it got me thinking about some other like uh, cheaper alternatives, maybe AOO inspired. Maybe we could have a uh, Old Crow and Slim Jim. You know, if you're on a budget. <laughs> uh, I could. I could. Uh, I was with my buddy this weekend, and sadly, his Gordon's uh, vodka and spam. Well, no, sadly, his, good his father passed away. Kiss a, me, baby. A year ago or something Kiss like that. Kiss me. 
Mm-hmm. And so we're uh, helping his mom move some stuff. And then uh, she's like, oh, I found some of his liquor. And it was like all this liquor. Mm-hmm. But I want to say it was like the cheapest scotch you could ever find. And I was like, do we want this? Uh, is it is it worth it? That's why I looked at him. He's like, I'm not drinking that. I'm like, yeah, but it's free. Like, <laughs> like damn my health. It's free. Yeah, it is free. Uh, I don't know. I think I might become a frequent lipstick wearer if that was the case. I don't know, man. Did really? You, is, that, is that where you're going to wear like, your, your like stall fire. meetups? Yeah, there you go, baby. I, li- I like Fireball. It's too easy to drink, unfortunately. Well, apparently it's banned in Finland, Sweden, and Norway. The lipstick or the actual whiskey? The actual whiskey? whiskey, because it found out it has it contains too much profine, prof, propylene mm. grisol. Mm. Gristerol. Gristerol. Okay. If you say so. It's a, it's a common ingredient found in antifreeze. Oh, God. So. But I like how they say too much of it. We'll allow a little bit, because that's what gets it all. I mean, I don't that's know. What, that's what gets it turned up one notch, but uh, That's one thing I love much. about the people who love Fireball. There's a certain group of people who just love it, and they like to get turned up. And I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Like yeah. When I meet somebody, it's like, yeah, let's get a Fireball. I'm like, I know where this guy yeah, is. Yeah, no, no, you, you are right. Uh, I do like it, but I know I know what you're saying. I'm not quite to that level, but you're right. When you're out and you hear a group of people go, yeah, a round of Fireballs, you're like, that. This, this, is, this, is, this, this, is, where this, this is where it's going. This is where it's going. You know, uh, Dallas, he likes Fireball and root beer. Like mixed together in like mixed a shooter? Mixed together. Hmm. Isn't that wild? I mean, it sounds like it would be all right. I don't see a problem I'm with not that a root actually. Beer guy at all, oh, I mean, uh, I like it. I hate root beer. Oh, I don't. I'm not going to go that far and say I hate it, but uh. well, see, there's certain things in my life where there's so many options of it. You're going to have the one you hate, right? When you get in soda, it's true. It's true. And so, like when I was at camp, they have you get your root beer flow at the end of the term, and I hate root beer. I'm like, great. The only time I get any type of sugar is in the thing I hate. So that's probably why I don't like sweets as much because I never. I'm not drank, a huge. Sweet I guy never either. drank my root beer. Float. Except for the conversation hearts. So, all right, man, Dick. We know that you played basketball when you were younger and had that unfortunate incident while you were showing up your eighth grade coach and blew out your ACL. MCL, Would you, ACL, ACL, MCL, all of that all stuff. All that kind yeah. of stuff. Would you pay twenty five hundred dollars for a basketball? I know you're a big basketball fan. Would you pay twenty five hundred dollars for a basketball? No. I don't think I would either. However, what if I told you it was 3D printed? No. What, That's even worse. What if I feel I like I could print you, it myself. What if I told you it was 3D printed and airless? No. Come on, man. It's worth every penny. You don't have to blow it up. I just make my own. <laughs> Now, apparently, Wilson is debuting a 3D-printed airless basketball, and it does look pretty cool. It kind of looks like a wiffle ball to an extent, or maybe like a tennis ball with uh, holes in it. I don't know, but it's uh, retailing for $2,500, which seems ridiculous. I'm not entirely sure who's going to be the target audience for that. But it's uh, building on its airless basketball prototype. Wilson Sporting Goods is releasing its first ever... 3D printed basketball dubbed as Wilson Airless Gen 1 Basketball, and it will be released February 16th. Again, like I said, with a starting price of $2,500. Do you see the, the picture there? I don't know if you want to show the onesies. It is kind I of... I mean, it doesn't look real. So the, I, I don't right. It, yeah, it does not look real, but I, I'm guessing that's what it's going to look like. Can you imagine the entitled yeah. little brat showing up to the gym with one of these? 
Oh my god. I did have a ball. I think my mom got it for me for Christmas when I was early 20s, late teens. It was pretty cool. It had it actually had its own little inflatable pump inside the yeah, ball. Yeah, I've seen that. That was pretty cool. And then somebody stole it. I was very very upset by that. But uh, this one takes it a step further. And it does make you wonder like, well, couldn't you just print your own? I I'm guessing the file, you'd have to have the file one, which is probably pretty hard to get a hold of. And two, you'd probably have to have the materials inside your printer and a printer that's capable of even doing something like this. So I don't anticipate there being a lot of black market airless balls. I'm looking Rim it up. shot. I'm looking it up. Rim shot. Yeah. Someone made it last year. Yeah. It's, oh, really? Like you're talking about it on the black market? Yeah. I'm on, I have a YouTube channel here. Well, apparently there is a lot of excitement for it, which is shocking to me. Like I said, with at that price, I can't imagine. Because to look to me, to justify a price like that, you would have to think that um, you know air pumps were expensive to come by, but they're cheap too, and it only takes a few seconds to air up. So I don't know what we're, we're not really saving much here, unless it doesn't wear out. I mean, basketballs do only have a shelf life of you know so long. The more you use them, maybe it's. Uh, Maybe it's designed. Are you showing this right now? This by the way, yeah, this is the Wilson basketball. Yeah, man. I actually I, found a video I instead wonder, of a stupid picture. Of I it. wonder if it um, if it uh, bounces the same way. Well, that's what they're showing here. Let's let's pass forward. Yeah, it makes you wonder if it would ever make its way all the way up to the pro level. I can't imagine that it would. But pretty cool, right? I guess. Well, yeah. I am going to order one for the show next week. Okay, man. As promised. A very interesting festival coming to Texas this summer in Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. Okay. This is the Texas Testicle Festival. Dick, are you wanting to go to the Texas Testicle Festival? Yeah, I told you I wanted to. So this was actually some feedback from uh, a listener, Eric B., to uh, keep his anonymity. Thank you, Eric. Sent me this from mysanantonio.com, but apparently this is the fourth year of the Texas Testicle Festival. Man, it is fun to say. You said you wanted you are, you already told me about this. You wanted to go to it. I don't remember you mentioning this to me at all because my gosh, I would have said, "Yes, let's. Let's get our let's get our tickets." Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going there right now. I'm going to the It website. was previously in uh to be held in February, but they've moved it to this summer. You know when things heat up for the testicles. <laughs> Where is it? I'm trying to find So basically it. what this is, it's deep fried Food, cow balls, whatever you want to call it, um, and they—I guess there's enough of a desire for these. They've made it into a festival, but I guess it's put on by local ranchers and farmers there in the area. Is it the February? Guess. Well, it was. It was moved from February to July sixth. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find tickets. Oh, to see <laughs> see how much they are. Yeah, they're ten to sixty five bucks. Found it. Mm. I do think though. That you need to be real clear about your advertising and what this actually is. Because I'm thinking, if you see something that's called the Texas Testicle Festival, you might get some really weird guys showing up yeah. dressed inappropriately yeah, that didn't quite you. get the bit. And they show up and go, I don't think this is what I thought it was, Jim. Yeah, That guy has a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. And pants. Kind of weird. I like it. You know what? Let's stay. The people look friendly. Food's good. Have you ever eaten... The Rocky Mountain Oyster, as it's called. I want to say I have. I unfortunately have as well. Did not know I was eating it. It was called Sweet Bread. And I thought, oh, Sweet Bread? That sounds harmless enough. 
Except it was a mold ball. Very, I didn't, need, I didn't eat a lot. I don't remember it tasting particularly bad or good, but just not something you want to eat, man. I'd like to keep that out of my mouth, if at all possible. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dick, have you heard about the new tree trimming scam? No. Okay, living in the woodlands, you get a lot of guys that put things on your doors all the time oh, okay. about trimming trees or whatever. Well, there's this new scam going around, and I thought it'd be nice if I let all the onesies know to be careful about this one. So basically, this is, this is a scam where they come and knock on your door and say, hey, I'm here to trim your trees. Looks like you could use some blah, blah, blah. And what they'll do is they'll take you around back to the backyard to look at some other trees. And while they take you around back, somebody else goes inside of your door because it's probably unlocked now. You just came from the front door and they go in and rob your rear blind. Okay. Or they wait in there and beat the crap out of you when you come back in. So I wanted you to be aware of that, all right? How are we looking on time, bud? Uh, I think we need to be ending the show pretty soon. All right. Well, I did want to uh, give a little bit of a, a sad note here on another brewery. It's not a local brewery, but it's going to be shuttering its doors as well. This is a brewery known as Licking Hole. You heard of the Licking Hole Brewery? I like it already, though. Yeah, it's in Vermont. Um, actually, it's in the town of Goochland. Have you heard there's of Goochland? Too many, there's too many puns. <laughs> this isn't real. No, it is absolutely real. A Goochland brewery is going into what it's uh, called as winter hibernation, though it's unclear as to when it's going to open. Apparently, the owner is experiencing some health issues. It's a predominantly female-owned uh, brewery, and it's named after the river that runs nearby, the sure the <laughs> Licking Hole River. And so, yes, the Licking Hole Brewery in Goochland is experiencing some some problems right now. But I think I want to get some swag from Licking Hole. What do you think? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's is named after the the nearby Little Licking Hole Creek. The brewery opened in 2013 on over 200 acres in the Goochland countryside. Go get you a little Licking Hole in Goochland. Almost sounds like it's too good to be true. All right, quick hit here at the end of the show then, since I'll wrap it up. I talked uh, earlier at the start of the show about how I impressed I was at the Super Bowl uh, performers not lip-syncing, and I was, I felt like they did it for me, Dick, just for me. Well, were you aware in 1967, the Mamas and the Papas delivered a performance that probably wouldn't go over very well today, but they were told to lip-sync their performances as most of them do on the Ed Sullivan Show. Well, Michelle Williams, is that the, uh, I believe the name? Yes, Michelle, Mama no, Michelle, Michelle Phillips, sorry. The lead singer did Mama not, Cass? yeah, did not like being told that she had to lip sync. So during the performance, she opened up a banana and started eating the banana right there in the middle of the song as her vocals continued. That's not Mama Cass, by After the way. she finished, she placed the banana right on top of the microphone, and then sang into the banana for the rest of the song in protest, which I thought was pretty good. So thank you, Michelle Phillips, for yeah, taking like a it. stand. <clears throat> awesome, man. Good show, bud. Yeah. Did, did you care about half, Half maybe? I don't know. I don't know either. It's Valentine's Day. It sucks. <clears throat> yeah, you're, yeah, I know you're distracted right now with all the thoughts of love in your head. Oh, <laughs> oh the possibility. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you for joining us uh, again. This is not our technically our one-year anniversary. That was last week. But today is, to the day, one year. But we celebrated well, Again, our, why our, didn't you bring me a calendar? Off last week. I love it. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. 
We'll see you next Wednesday. We'll be here. Audience of One Show.